Hello, everybody, and welcome uh, to the Afternoon Tune. I am your host, Josh, and with me is my co-host here. Dusk, nice seeing you guys. I'm just going to give a quick review of The Kingsman. Um, this is a prequel to The Kingsman franchise. Um, this is also directed by Matthew Vaughn, who directed the previous Kingsman movies, uh, the first Kingsman and Kingsman Golden Circle. Um, I was a big fan of the first Kingsman uh, with Tara Edgerton um, and Colin Firth. Um, I very much enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. It kind of brought fun back to spy movies, something that's been kind of missing a little bit now with spy movies. It's kind of serious and dark, you know, with a little bit of stuff like with the Mission Impossible stuff and with some of the James Bond movies, even though No Time to Die, I think, was more trying to go a little bit more of the traditional, back to a little bit more of the traditional Bond stuff with the quips and the gadgets and, you know what I mean, and, and, and that kind of stuff, trying to kind of balance it a little bit. But, you know, I think that, you know, the Kingsman kind of brought it back to more like the Sean Connery, Roger Moore Bond in a good way. Um, and I think that was kind of very, very much needed. Um, and then Golden Circle. And I think Golden Circle went, too far in the campiness yeah. and the goofiness and went to something like Austin Powers level. Um, you know what I mean? They were, they looked, they were trying to go into Pierce Brosnan territory, but they went too far and they went to like an Austin Powers. Yeah. It just, it just, and an Austin Powers that isn't funny. Uh, and mm -hmm. it just, it just went kind of too far. This one is, I think trying to be a little bit more pulled back, a little bit more restrained in the Kingsman. Um, and it almost doesn't really identify almost if you didn't see the other two, you couldn't really recognize this as being a Kingsman movie and kind of what, the, what's that all about? So the premise of this one is it's kind of early years, um, 20th century, um, and kind of it's telling the story a little bit of how the Kingsman formed. Um, you have Ray Fiennes who plays uh, Orlando Oxford, um, and you also have a, a guy named Harris Dickinson who's playing his son Conrad, uh, Conrad Oxford, and it's kind of telling the beginnings, kind of setting up for World War One, and it uh, introduces a lot of these real life historical figures like Rasputin and King George and you know kind of how things were leading up to the big you know to World War One and in the conflict and how basically placing the Kingsmen there and in, in, in into these real world historical events and goes like okay take this and what if the Kingsmen were there to also aid and also that ones were hugely responsible for ending World War One. That's basically kind of what they're doing here. And um, you also have Jim Arterton, who's here, um, Jimon Hansu, um, and who are, you know, basically kind of the early form of the Kingsman that you see. And I think with this movie, what it's struggling with is tone, is mm -hmm. at some points it reminds you of the early Kingsman movies, um, especially like with the Rasputin character. That very, that very much feels like a villain from like the very first Kingsman um, and the fight scene um, that he has. You see it in the trailer, um, which was very creative, very fun to watch. Um, but it just tonally, it just like it just when you see what later happens in the movie, just kind of doesn't match because it's almost like, OK, he's trying to do a war movie in the sense of something like Dunkirk or 1917. 
in a segment of this where the son, he goes off to war and Ray finds um, as the father really doesn't want him to because he made a promise to um, his late wife, his late mother, um, all about, you know, like, hey, don't show my son the horrors of this world. Protect him as much as you can. And, you know, he's trying to protect his son and um, make sure that he doesn't end up dead or nothing bad ever happens to him. So. You know, he, he's trying to protect him, but his son goes off to war anyway. And it's, it feels like there's a whole little segment of the movie that feels like 1917 or him trying to do Dunkirk. Then with the spy element stuff, it feels like not a spy element stuff in, in terms of like James Bond or um, kind of like kind of those movies that he was trying to do with Kingsman. It was it feels like he's trying to do like something a little bit like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, where... Ooh. You know, he's trying to be a little bit more serious and, you know, has all these spies, you know, spying on all these, you know, uh, uh, leaders of the different countries of Germany and Russia and England and, and America. And, you know, so it just feels like kind of a different situation there. Um, so and it, it, it just kind of is all over the place totally in that. Um, I do like Ray Fiennes here as the lead, um, you know. He very much reminds you of Colin Firth, what he was to the first one, where you have a very distinguished, you know, accomplished British actor coming on here to basically give something this, you know, a little bit more class, you know what I mean? Class it up a little bit, give this yeah. a little bit more prestige. And I think Ray Fiennes does a, a very good job at that. And he, you know, he's always fantastic. Um, and I wonder how much of the action scenes he was doing himself because there's, there's also, some, you know, really good action scenes here. There's like a sword fight at the end that looks really good. Um, that's, that's really fantastic. So I wonder how much of that he was doing him, himself because he is 59 years old. Um, so I wonder, you know, how much he did, uh, because it, it all does look very good and, and very fluid. Um, and the kind of the big mastermind. Uh, here you have like a villain who they do their best to you know keep him in shadows and secret of until like a big reveal at the end which they do that big reveal at the end and it has zero impact because it's like okay whatever um i guess sure um you know it, it, it doesn't have any impact whatsoever so it's like i I, I mean, I wasn't really trying to guess who the villain was because I didn't really care. Um, I don't know why you just didn't do a villain where you because it, it's, you know what I mean? It, it's 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 like it's supposed to be this big reveal like, oh, it was this person. And it's like, OK, I, yeah, I don't give a shit. Um, all right. You should have just introduced the villain as just a, a, a villain that we saw straight up instead of doing all that secrecy and everything like that. Like, OK, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and I, I think a lot of those kind of segments there just just kind of just don't work uh the stuff with the villain who has you know super thick scottish accent um and he has like a whole round table of evil people that he's working with um and a lot of stuff they do with him is you know traditional bad guy stuff and not even in a you know he you know charming or good way uh because it's like well how do you know how do you stress that how much of a bad guy he is he just kills things just because you know what i mean he just kills animals when he's talking you know what i mean just slices a, a, a an animal's throat or cuts a horn off an animal or does something to something you know what i mean just because just to stress how bad of how bad of a guy he really is i was like okay um and, you know, you have, like you said, with Jimon Hansu, you know, they, they try to go like, oh, but, you know, he's, 
equal, but, you know, he's the butler. You know, he's the server here. You know, it's like, okay, you know, and, and Jima Hansu, I mean, hey, you know, he's made a career off of being the sidekick black guy. I mean, he's kind of made a career. I mean, great for him. You know, I like Jima Hansu. I think he's good in this, but he's kind of made a career to that. Um, and he, I mean, he's good in, he's good in this, but he's kind of made a career at being the sidekick kind of black guy in movies a little bit. Uh, Jim Arterton, I mean, they try to kind of do stuff with her where she's like this genius code, uh, code cracker and, you know what I mean? And, you know, the, you know, she's also, uh, you know, part of the planning and talking to other servants, you know what I mean? That, that work across the world, like this whole network and everything, but, you know, she's a servant herself and, Okay, you know what I mean? That's that's what she is to, you know, the Ray Fiennes character and everything like that. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that you'll be impressed by some of the action stuff here. It reminds you of, you know, traditional Matthew Vaughn. Because Matthew Vaughn can shoot an action scene. He can do that really, really well. Mm -hmm. And he can come up with some impressive stuff. Um, you saw that in the Kingsman movies, even in Golden Circle, which I don't really, really like all that much. Like, you know, people always remember the church scene. How impressive was that? People remember the scene with Colin Firth in the bar, um, even in, you know, Golden Circle, like the scene in the car where it was like to Prince's Let's Go Crazy, um, you know, and seeing like X-Men Apocalypse where Magneto like lists the whole submarine and everything like that. Like he can come up with, some, you know, he can do some good action set pieces that work really, really well. Um, and I think that that's also here. But like I said, it struggles tonally of what it's trying to be. And it, the, the the styles don't ma uh, the the different styles don't match, and it, it feels like I don't know what you're. I mean, you're trying to do so many different things, and none of it's meshing well. Um, so so for me, um, I'd give it a I'd give it a stream it, um, because I think like I said, some you can pop your head in. You're watching it on TV. You maybe be a little bit distracted, then pop your head up, and then. You know, oh, that's a cool scene. You know, Rasputin comes on. They do the action scene, fight scene there. That's pretty cool. Um, okay, pop your head up again. Oh, they're doing a sword fight. Oh, that's cool. Um, but other than that, it's just, yeah, it's just okay. It's just average. You know what I mean? It's It doesn't rise to the levels of something like the first Kingsman. And even though they are doing a third one, too, even though technically this is the third one, but they're doing a third movie with Tara Edgerton. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe they'll find... The magic there, I don't know. Maybe it's just a situation like with The Matrix or uh, like the first Men in Black or the first, you know what I mean? It's just like maybe you just can't redo it. Maybe it just can't happen. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe you just can't get the magic back. Um, but yeah, I just give it a plain stream it for me. Uh, yeah. Uh, nah. Any any questions about the movie? Were you looking forward to the movie at all? I was actually. I always liked the first one, and I heard the second one wasn't that good, unfortunately. Even though I had a great premise, uh, and this one was literally looking forward to get like a return to form, mm. especially Ray Fiennes being in there. I love Ray Fiennes. Mm. We're we're tour is so simple. Mm. <laughs> he is talking to uh, the guy who, actor who later was with Solo. Uh, do you remember that once? Uh, the uh, Conan Brothers did that Hollywood movie. He has that oh. scene where he's where a tour so, where a tour so simple. What tour so simple? Where a tour so simple? What no tour tour? This is difficult. Uh oh yeah, I remember. I I didn't actually watch that movie. I know what you. I know what scene you're talking because I was in the trailer. Yeah, it's, it but, is. It's a it's a great little moment. Yeah, I didn't actually see it. Yeah, because I heard that movie actually wasn't 
I heard it wasn't that good, actually. I heard it was okay. I enjoyed it, but the the parts of Ray Fiennes and the other actor are like those are like the best points. Ah, okay, yeah. Um, I mean, I think he's better in it. I think he's the, one of the best parts in here. You know what I mean? Like I said, it reminded me a lot of Colin Firth in in the first one. Uh, there, always a good choice. Colin Firth was great in that movie. Yeah. 